this is for people who may not know, but domestic violence is physical, it's financial, it's emotional, it's um, sexual, it is mental, like domestic violence can take on so many different forms. And a lot of times we see domestic violence on an everyday basis in the form of intimidation. Right. Um, and so when, and you know, this is something that I see a lot, especially in my line of work, where you have someone who either wants to call the cops or they want to call someone for help and then someone takes their cell phone. Right. Um, and you know, that's, you can get, actually get a criminal charge for that. And a lot of people don't know you can get a criminal charge for that. Um, and so there's a, there are a lot of things that technically, I mean, there's a lot of things you can get in trouble for. Um, so if my ex <laughs> took my keys, like when I was trying to go to work, then he could go to jail for that. Yeah, you can get oh a, you can get a charge for that. What would you call that? I don't know off the top of my head. Oh my um, I think it's hindering someone from leaving. Okay, that and that would make sense, and that yeah. sounds illegal. Like, yeah, that's like holding somebody hostage. Mm-hmm. Okay, to good. to an extent, yeah. Um, not to an extent. If you're not letting me leave, like. If you're not giving me my keys so I can get in my car and go, then you might as well just tie me up. Well, I'm I'm thinking legality. Legality. Oh, okay. So I'm just thinking about the terms. Okay. Yeah, right, so. True. <laughs> Wait, did you say you might as well just tie me up? Yes, if I can't leave in my car. <laughs> it's the same thing. You don't want me to go. That's a true story, by the way. That really happened. But which which part? Oh, not the tie me up. Oh, but okay. took my keys, so you might as well have tied me up. Okay. And I had to go to work, so... It's to Open Relationship Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I am your host, Solomon. I'm Devin. And I'm Tay. And welcome to our 30th episode. Y'all, we have made it to 30 weeks. That is crazy. Somebody was just telling me there's 52 weeks, I think, in a year. Somebody just told you that? Because <laughs> you're a teacher, bitch. You should know that. I don't teach weeks and calendars, but um, but there's 52 weeks in a year, and mm-hmm. we've been together for 30 of those weeks. So that's, like, amazing, right? It is amazing. It's crazy. And unfortunately, we're not uh, joined by Rodney tonight. He is traveling for the holidays. Y'all, it is the holidays. We are at thanks- Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, the year is almost over. Mm-hmm. Almost over. What do y'all have planned? Um, dinner. We're doing dinner at my sister's house this year. Um, so it'll be me and my mom, my sister, my nieces, um, and whoever else comes over. But that's, like, where we're, we're setting up. Uh, I'm going to help cook a little bit. I think I'm just going to do the ma- the mashed potatoes. Okay. Homemade, that's, of course. But I ready? think that's... Yeah, I mean, you know, I cook, so... 
It'll be nothing. Yeah, I'm excited could. though. Honestly, you could say I'm the friend. That's what I cook most off thing, yes, bitch. That's what I cook Sam most often. <laughs> That's what I cook most often. But I mean, I, I cook everything pretty good. Like, how about you, Tay? Um, yeah, we're having Thanksgiving at my house. You know, my mom and my brothers are here, so I don't have to travel this year. Uh, so yeah, me and my mom are actually gonna start cooking tonight. Like, start cooking some things tonight. So I'm just ready to eat. Yeah, that'll be fun. Eat. Cooking with your mom. Yes, I'm excited. What about you, Solomon? I have family coming into town starting tomorrow. Um, my mom usually cooks beforehand and brings it with her. Um, then I get to see, I think my dad might be coming into town. And I get to see my brother. Um, and then I travel. And then I travel to go see other family. Okay. So I'm excited about that. And then I'll be out of town for a while. For your birthday. For my birthday. Right, which is coming up. I and know. you're excited. We're excited. I, I, am, I am absolutely excited. It is, it'll be 41. Yeah, it is. It is very exciting. I'm excited for you. I well, can't wait to you. celebrate with you to some degree because I know you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And I won't be there, but, you know, we'll do something. Yeah, we'll definitely do something yeah. for you. Well, um, how was your week? You're asking me? I'm asking both okay. of y'all. <laughs> um, this week has been like, I thought this week would be like, absolutely chills like on a zero because i've been off this week but it just wasn't it wasn't like stressful or anything but it just wasn't where i was just able to just lay in bed like every single day um so i spent a lot of time with family this week got some errands done um all my homework and everything's done for school we're on break from school so i didn't have to think about that didn't have to think about work um so it's, it's been a good week i had my nieces today all day and i love them so much like they're three years old um they're not my youngest nieces but they're second to the youngest and they just love me so much and i love them so so much and like we're dancing like i can teach them routines like it's just it's just like fun are, they, are these the ones you were teaching how to model yes mm. yeah see and i taught them how to model so now they know how to like do the runway they're just so much fun and so smart um and again they love me so much so that like makes me feel really good Aww. so yo i know i'll be saying them on your story yeah. <laughs> they're a mess y'all how was your week? My week's been pretty good. Um, today's my last day of work. Um, I'm going to go back to Monday, so I'm excited about that. Um, other than that, just kind of been preparing for the holidays. Um, you know, we just got back from Louisiana and stuff, so that was actually fun um, to see my family. So, child, do y'all know I didn't get to go to the funeral? Oh, I didn't know they had the funeral already. I could, uh, my aunt's funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, I okay. couldn't even go. Y'all, why do we get all the way to Louisiana and stuff, and I'm getting dressed the day, uh, the day of the funeral? And why did I bring two left shoes? I would have still went. Bitch, and two left shoes? You could have bought some shoes, right? It was too late. I didn't realize until it was literally time for us to go. I would like, I had no time. I and sat my ass in the back. No, girl, I'm too classy for that, girl. Girl, <laughs> your aunt is probably rolling over. Right no, now. my aunt knows me. She she knows my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, bitch, God forbid when it's my time. I'm going to be that friend. <laughs> This pretty guy having the right kind of shoes. I mean, I just, that's why I said, God forbid. Not to say that I want you to go first, but God forbid. Don't listen, just come, okay? I'm being in my two left shoes, friend. I'll be there. See? Wow. <laughs> How was your week, Um, I was hoping for a stress free week. Mm-hmm. Um, did not get it. But hey, we're here. We're here at what, Wednesday? We're at Wednesday. Off tomorrow, off Friday. Then we have the weekend. Right. So when do you go back to? Because I know you're traveling next week. So when do you go back to work? Monday. Okay, and then you're yeah, just there. Yeah. So like... I'll just be working remotely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Working remotely. Working remotely. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> just in time for the holidays. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but don't work too hard remotely. I w- just 
Enjoy. I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> try to, um, what do they say? Like, disconnect for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely going to do that. Try to disconnect. All right, Tay. What we got? It's the sponsor. Oh. All right, <laughs> All right Devin. What we got? All right. So, um, today we are actually sipping on Bumboo again from Brett Barish. And I know that you guys are, are used to us having, like, a different sponsor each week where we have, like, a different type of alcohol each week. And uh, we're still getting those. However, we're not all drinking anymore. Um, lately, it's been just Rodney and I drinking. So, you know, obviously, we're like, let's finish one bottle before we open another. Um, but today's drinking with us. To, well, we're drinking with me tonight, so I'm not yeah. drinking by myself. Um, but, yeah, so thank you, Bumboo. But, again, in case you guys are noticing that we're not having a new sponsor each week, that's just because we're not finishing the bottle. So we're kind of just trying to, like, bring out um one thing at a time um but we also want to just shout out each other um just because it's the 30th episode and like we were saying there's 52 weeks in a year for us to be together for 30 of them like all of us work some of us are in school some of us are getting certifications Mm -hmm. some of us have more than one job families love lives like everything right yep and we're able to every week still be dedicated to our baby to our project um and to our mission yeah so shout out to us shout out to you all for just subscribing for always commenting writing in letters um just everything that you guys do for us in every way that you support us we really appreciate it and we love y'all so thank you for getting us to 30 to our 30th episode and here's to maybe like 30 more Maybe like thirty. Maybe, more? maybe, maybe like more? thirty more. I don't know. Cause it, I mean, we might do more than thirty, but I don't like. I don't know. We're definitely gonna do more than thirty. I will hope. Okay. Well, okay, that's good. Okay, I'm just saying. Like you know, we never know what direction everybody may go in. So I'm just saying. You know, you never know. That's what I'm saying. Are you trying to say something? No, I would. I wouldn't tell y'all on camera. Okay, I'm just. No, I wouldn't do that. <clears throat> First you asked Solomon, was he leaving the show? Now you asked Because, I mean, y'all be throwing these things out. I have to have any clarifications. <laughs> no, I have no intention on leaving. Like, okay. Rodney gets on my nerves, but I love you guys. And I would not trade y'all for the world. I don't think Rodney gets I wouldn't trade nervous. Rodney either for the world. But, yeah, I wouldn't trade y'all for the world. I'm not going anywhere. I don't think Rodney gets on everybody's nerves, but we love him. Just a little Right, bit. we love him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tay, now All right. take it away. All right, so on Pillow Talk with Tay today, we're going to be talking about... Trey Songs, child. Trey Songs is back in trouble again. All right, so just a few weeks ago, a rape civil charge case against the R&B singer was dismissed after the statute of limitations expired on the allegations. Songs now faces assault charges from allegedly punching a woman at a New York bowling alley last month. Reports that employee of the bowline has accused the singer-songwriter of committing a brutal attack. The woman claims the incident took place in one of the bathrooms at the venue, where Songs allegedly punched her repeatedly and dragged her by her hair. The victim was later taken to a local hospital to be treated for visible injuries. Now, I used to be a huge, huge friend of Trey Songz. I loved his music. He made some really good, you know, he made some really I good. Tim too. Yes, he made some good music. Go ahead and say it. Baby making music. Yes, <laughs> he made some good songs. But it's just like everything I've been seeing in the media about him has just been so negative lately. Like, like, like again, um, the rape allegation, you know, that happened. Then he had an incident where I know him and Kiki Palmer had like a really big thing where they had got into oh, it yeah, um, and stuff. And then like now this, like for a person that's just so talented and just I'm I, I mean I think I'm starting to learn that you know these celebrities so child they have more problems than we do yeah well I, <laughs> I think that it just it just goes to show that 
they're still people. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're like, okay, well, you have your image to worry about, blah, 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 blah. So you shouldn't be getting yourself into these situations. But I feel like once you're used to a certain level of fame and celebrity status, it's like, okay, I still want to live my life. So I'm not going to say that alcohol was involved in the situation, mm-hmm. but nine out of 10 it was. And not to say that that's the only reason he would put his hands on a woman or that that would make it right. But, you know, like you're partying, like a lot of these celebrities get into like other drugs and things like that. So it's like, even though you have an image, you're still partaking in things that could possibly, you know, put you and shed you in, in a different light. And I think that we all, I've been guilty of it at times, like, you know, kind of not realizing, okay, this is the decision I'm making, you know, even drinking too much. Like, okay, now I'm in a situation and now like, you know, now I have to deal with all of this, you know, aftermath because of decisions I made while drinking, not worrying about my image and my platform isn't as big as his. But, you know, sometimes my platform is out the window in a moment of, you know, me just being human. So I think that's really, you know, what it is. I also think that, you know, people get into entertainment and they don't necessarily set out to be a role model. Mm-hmm. Right. And but the the role itself makes you a model. Yeah. Right. And I think we as the community, we have to do a better job at not putting people on a pedestal. Because as soon as we put them on a pedestal and we we make believe that they can't do any wrong, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they do wrong, then we condemn them. And we condemn them harder than we do the general population, like our, like our neighbors. And I'm like, glad you said that, because, you know, Chris Brown is still being condemned for his whole situation with Rihanna. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they canceled his AMM um, tribute to Michael um, Jackson um, yeah. this past week and stuff. And then even when he won the award, they still booed him and stuff. You know, Kelly Rowland had to let them know, like, hey, get that man his respects and stuff. But That's crazy, because I didn't know it was still a thing. Like, I didn't know that people were still, like, on the I hate Chris Brown. I didn't like, either. I did not know that. I, I didn't think it was either. I didn't think it was still a thing. But then I also recently saw where he did an interview and he spoke about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he gave extra context. And so, um, you know, once you bring things back up, you're going to you're just going to remind the public. Oh, so he what was his extra context like? Um, it I don't think he had previously spoken out about the. He had never spoken out about it. Only she did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had never spoken out about the details of the incident. Um, and I saw in this interview, and I don't even know when this this interview happened. Um, so this is just me seeing it recently. But he gave extra details about how the incident went down. They, I believe, they were in a car. Yeah, she took his phone. They started arguing. Um, and then he alleged that she hit him, and then the exchange. Yeah. So it just made everybody mad all over again. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I I guess it's kind of fair. Um, but again, I think like you said, holding people to a standard. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But I don't I don't think he deserves to be even though I see like why people could be like, Oh, you did do that. I forgot you did do that because he brought it up in the interview again, but at the same time let it go. Yeah, like, he can't be forgiven, like, yeah. at some point. Like, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody do things that, you know, they regret and stuff. But, like, right. where does, you know, where does the forgiveness come in? Just because he's a celebrity doesn't mean he's not human. Exactly. But I also think that, you know, there are some things that, and I'm talking about the general population. There are some things that people hold grudges for longer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, domestic violence is just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, because not only does it affect women, it affects gay men, it affects lesbians, um, it affects 
trans individuals. And so, like, this is a global situation. This is... This is something that affects everybody. Um, and not only is it not only does it affect the people who are involved, like then you also have your neighbors. And a lot of times in domestic violence cases, you have the neighbors who are calling the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there there's a lot of concern when it comes to people putting their hands on each other. I so. agree. Yeah, I've, already been, I've been through that. So I definitely yeah. get it. <laughs> I wasn't getting domestic abused <laughs> um, and it's not funny mm-hmm. but it's just the, the way that I use the term uh, yeah. but I, I haven't been in domestic violence but so I don't so this is a really good question really quick so if so is domestic violence only defined as for you to you guys is it only defined as like one person abusing the other or is domestic violence like couples going at it both both okay Definitely it's right. both but um domestic violence isn't just physical domestic violence could also be financial domestic right, violence right. could um and this you know this is for people who may not know right. but domestic violence is physical it's financial it's emotional it's um sexual it is mental like domestic violence can take on so many different forms and a lot of times we see domestic violence on an everyday basis in the form of intimidation right um and so when and, you know, this is something that I see a lot, especially in my line of work, where you have someone who either wants to call the cops or they want to call someone for help. And then someone takes their cell phone. Right. Um, and, you know, that's you can get, actually get a criminal charge for that. And a lot of people don't know you can get a criminal charge for that. Um, and so there's a there are a lot of things that. Technically, I mean, there's a lot of things you can get in trouble for. Um, so if my ex. <laughs> took my keys like when i was trying to go to work then he could go to jail for that yeah you can get oh it you God. can get a charge for that what would you call that i don't know off the top of my head oh my um God. i think it's hindering someone from leaving okay that and that would make sense and that yeah. sounds illegal like yeah that's like holding somebody hostage mm-hmm. okay to, to an extent yeah um not to an extent if you're not letting me leave like if you're not giving me my keys so i can get in my car and go then you might as well just tie me up well, I'm I'm thinking legality, legality. Oh, okay. So I'm just thinking about the terms. Okay. Yeah. Right, so. True. <laughs> Wait, did you say you might as well just tie me up? <laughs> yes. If I can't leave in my car, <laughs> it's the same thing. You don't want me to go. That's a true story, by the way. That really happened. But which which part? Oh, not the tie me up. Oh, but okay. took my keys, so you might as well have tied me up. Okay. And I had to go to work, so it's like, what can I do? What did you do? Um, I don't want to talk about what I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you got out. I did. I so did. You got out, and so that's important. I did, and I got to work. I was a little bit late. Well, I'm talking about it. You got out of the relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you did. Thank you. Me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so for today's Menage a Trois, um, we are going to talk about the ins and outs of August Alcina, and I had to make sure I said his name right because I've been fucking it up all week. Me too. Really? What'd you, what were you calling him? Everything but August it's Alcina. Easy. I spelled it wrong. It's August like the I know I spelled August, but it's the last name. I've been I getting August right, but the Alcina, like I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's easy to say. Maybe because I love me some August Alcina. See, I don't really listen to his music. So you was one of those people that automatically assumed that he was coming out gay. Well, no. Well, that's, <laughs> so, that's, so that's the thing. So uh, we were going to talk about it in Pillow Talk with Tay. So Tay, go ahead and fill us in on what um, happened this week with August. Right. Um, so with August this week, um, on a season finale of the reality TV show, The Surreal Life, in the final moments, he mentioned that love has showed up, but in a different way, and that he wants to share that with the world and honor that person. 
then set aside him as a guy, and he hugs the guy. Now, of course, everyone assumed that this was August coming out moment. Um, but again, it was never clarified whether he was coming out because he didn't kiss the guy. He didn't say it was his boyfriend or nothing. So, but the gays. <laughs> well, black Twitter. There, black Twitter automatically assumed that this man was coming out. And like, some people was like, oh my God, I'm so glad he's finally living his truth. People on my <laughs> Facebook were like, welcome home. Welcome to the family. Yes. Like, oh my God. And I had to watch it myself because I saw it when Ronnie first posted. So I had to go watch it myself. And I was just like, well, he never gave clarification that he yeah. was gay. He didn't kiss the guy yeah. and say it was his boyfriend. So. I feel like it's definitely giving gay. Like, y'all are messing around. Like, y'all are messing around. It's giving gay. However, so, he did not. That was, To me, that was not him coming out. He never came out and said he was gay. Mm -hmm. But that situation is really giving gay. Like, I mean, I think for me, knowing, like, or being in a situation with someone or being someone who wasn't out before, you know, then I kind of just like know the body length that hug, like it. It just I don't know. It looked a little awkward. To me. It was a church hug to me. It was not. But you're not hugging. You're not doing face to face. Like when he hugged August, like his face was like on August's face. I wish we could put the clip like right here, but it it was it's definitely giving gay. But I but I'm not gonna say that he came out. It didn't give. It really didn't give me that when they like when I first saw it. I was like, oh, he's gonna hug him. He's gonna kiss him. But when he hugged him. It was giving like that's the kind of hug I would give somebody. Like if we on a club, hey, you hug. Like sometimes you cheek to cheek or whatever. And I mean that's what it is. But that's true. But you're gay, <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so no <laughs> point taken. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Solomon? So when we first when we first started talking about this, and you were you were hesitant to have the conversation because mm -hmm. you were like, "Well, he didn't officially come out," right? And I automatically agreed with you, um, but just with that part because I I don't know if it if it's giving gay if it's giving gay, <laughs> it, it was just giving a little awkward. Okay. Um, but at the same time, but I, it could have also just been giving a little bit of emotional. And so when you um, brought up that point, I was like, that's a really good point. Because I went back and I looked at it again. And I was like, he never did say, mm -hmm. he never identified. He never said right. I'm gay. He never said that this is my partner. This is my boyfriend or whatever. He just said that this is someone who has shown me love. And then it brought into question like, you know, uh, Rodney's not here to talk about it, but he wanted to talk about double standards and why is it so acceptable for women to have girlfriends or why is it acceptable for um, women to have sexual relationships with other women, but then as, a, as soon as a man identifies or hold on. So as soon as a man identifies that he has a relationship with a man, right? not specifying the type of relationship right, right. then it just becomes so damn taboo yeah i agree it's it's definitely a double standard um i don't know i would say that it it's more common from what i've seen maybe what, from what a lot of a lot of us have seen it's more common for like women to develop those girlfriend relationships like oh we're sisters and we can show each other emotion but this goes to you know most straight men like the minute you mention love like oh i love him like you wouldn't if a straight man said oh i love him like i love him people are going to be like oh y'all gay y'all gay you know what i mean like mm -hmm. that's kind of like this the the going like thing right now um it has been for a while so i feel like what he did say is that love came to him in a different form 
and love came to him like never before something along those lines and of course people felt like okay well you never been gay so that means that you're gay because love came to you in a different form and it doesn't have to be that but it could be love came this form of love came or this person taught me how to love this person taught me how to forgive how to to love myself you know what i mean Mm -hmm. this guy could have really taught him those things i think it's still giving gay but he could have taught him those things, you know, and, and that could be the different form of love he's talking about. But again, straight guys don't usually talk about their emotions and love for one another. You know, it's funny because I I have had male friends throughout my life and it wasn't until I was so 37 ish that I started telling other males, especially black males, that I love them and how much they mean to me. And so like when I joined my yoga community, my yoga community has been huge and it is, it's a mixed community. So there's black gay males and there's heterosexual males, but then there's also other um, ethnicities as well. Mm -hmm. And like, we so freely tell each other that we love each other. And at first for me, it was kind of a struggle um, because of that internalized homophobia Mm -hmm. and the, the backlash that you would get if you told some another male that you love them. Right. Um, and I wonder, I don't necessarily wonder because I kind of know, but to what extent, how much healing needs to happen into in the black community, especially the black gay community? I mean, it, every community, because I feel like it really stems from like, of course, there's the gay straight thing. There's a homophobia. There's a comfortability, uncomfortability with telling another man you love them. But a lot of families don't even say that. Yeah, that's true. So like I have so many people that will get off the phone with their parents or who are their siblings, whoever. And I'm like, I don't say I love you. Like we literally like I could talk to my mom like right now Mm -hmm. and then call her as soon as I get downstairs, come back upstairs, call her again. And we're going to say I love you like every time we get off of the phone. Yeah, that's just what we do. My nieces, nephews, my family. I've even like have a lot of my best friends who now will not get off of the phone without saying they'll tell me like, Devin, like, you know, I love you and I love my family, but we don't say it every time. But now since I'm used to saying it. So I think that's that's the thing, too. Like people are just aren't used to saying like, I love you unless you're hurting or like, you know, it's a family reunion or I won't see you for a while, then we'll say I love you. But a lot of people don't just freely use the word. No, well, you definitely don't do it. I mean, that's crazy you said that because like my mom, she doesn't say it. Like she never says it, but I know she loves me, right, but you know she, she just, you, right. but she never says it. Like we're on the phone, we hang up with her. Like, um, I think the only time I've ever really heard her say it is like when I was sick, I was in the hospital or whatever. But like when we're on the phone, we hang up stuff. She don't ever say it anything like that. Nah, it was a big thing for my grandma. Anytime I talk to her, is I love you, you know, I'll talk to you later or whatever. And I I used to I used to wonder why she never said it or whatever. And I just kinda pay attention, like, she never said it to nobody. And I don't know, maybe it's something that she deals with or something, right. but she she won't say it to nobody. What about like, you and your brothers? Do you tell each other that y'all Um No. No, actually we don't, which is Something that I did I never even paid attention to it. You show like, it so yeah, good. we show it so we don't ever say it. Um now my brother that's away or whatever, like he has no problem telling us he loves us. I and mean, he's straight, but he has no problem telling us any of us he loves us or whatever. And I guess it's because he's away and stuff and you know right. he doesn't see us. So anytime we talk to him, he always, you know, lets us know he loves us. But as far as my little brother stuff, you know, I'm in the house with him every day and stuff, like we don't, you know, tell each other we love each other or anything like that. Um 
I don't even know if I've ever heard them tell anybody <laughs> they loved oh anybody. Well, y'all need uh, to start. Like, yeah, start. it's definitely something to definitely yeah. talk about. I'm actually going to have a conversation yeah. tonight. You should. You should. <laughs> and, and, and not because, like, oh, like, if we love each other, we have to say it. But I don't know. There's just a difference in relationship when you keep saying it over and over yeah. again. And a lot of times, like, we need to hear that. You know, like, after a long day or whatever, like, you need to hear... But so, you know, you have a significant other, you have a fiance, mm. so obviously y'all tell each other you love each yeah. other. But it still helps for the more people that you tell I love you and the more people tell you, like to me it just, love just works better. Like relationships work better, life works better when you feel loved and supported. So, and life is short. So it's like, imagine your last conversation with somebody, God forbid, you would want to make sure you told them like, I love you. Yeah, and I was thinking, I was thinking about that myself because I was you know, as we were having this conversation, I was like, you know, I would hate for anything to happen. And then I have to live with the fact that I've never told someone how I felt about them. Right. Right. Like my friends, my family, um, just the people who are close to me and the people who have impacted my life in tremendous ways. And so like, you know, within the last three to five years, like I give hugs freely. Mm -hmm. um, I tell people I love them. Um, I call and I check up on people when, you know, when I know that they're going through something, but even, even just because, right. Um, and I think that does something more for me than, I mean, it probably does something for them as well. Um, just like you were saying, you know, it, it's nice to hear those things, but for me, at least I know at the end of the day, I did my part. Yeah, and it feels good to love on people. It like, does. You know, it just feels really good just to show love and like, you know, so I feel like any time that I've had to like show the other side of me to people, it's like, okay, now you're about to get all this because you deserved it. Like, right. I'm the sweetest pie. Like, I'm showing love. I'll hold the door for you. I'll give you a shirt off my back. So if we're going like left, this is my left. If we're going left, <laughs> then like we're going way left because now you like, like why? You know, this has to be your fault. Because I'm so sweet. <laughs> really? That's where we go? It is automatic. has to be somebody else. It's always somebody else's fault Not with you. all the time. Yes, it is. It's how we get on here. One time. <laughs> there was that one time. Where was my fault? Yeah. Where was it my fault? I don't know. It was one of those earlier episodes. You took a, you took accountability. You took responsibility. Oh, okay, for it. I want to think about what that was. Oh yeah, what was it, child? We can't talk about it on here. But I remember. <laughs> oh, it was okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Did I get? Did I get nasty? No. Yeah, that's I, that's what I'm saying. If I get nasty, then that means like it's your fault because I'm normally sweet. So that means you did something to like hurt my feelings or you got disrespectful. So I kind of had to get disrespectful. Yeah, and I think the whole stigma with males, like straight males telling each other to love it, I think it comes a lot from, like, you know, their household, the way they're raised. Like, you know, some people are raised by, you know, their fathers who may not necessarily be, you know, homophobic or not, but, you know, seeing their son tell another man, like, you know, oh, no, you don't do that or whatever. So I think it, it has, you know, being in the household that you're in, it plays a part in that as well. So let me ask you all this. When you all have kids and, like, start your own families, will that be a thing where you're, like— I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or? Absolutely. Um, if if kids are in the cards for me, then yes, absolutely. But I have, like, God kids, and I have um, nieces and nephews, and I, I tell them. When I see them, absolutely, I tell them. Yeah. Like, that's important for me. Yeah. Because, number one, you know, you're not in my household 24-7. Mm -hmm. And so when I do see them... Um, like I want to like I want to be I want to be rich uncle. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. you, you come in, you drop off five dollars. Right. <laughs> you give them a whole bunch of candy, you amp them up and then you leave them with the parents. Right. And then I'll see you next time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So what, yeah. what about you, Say? Yeah, same way. I definitely want, like, for my kids to definitely feel love, let them know that our parent date, we do love them. I mean, just because, you know, growing up and stuff, I always knew, like, I know my family stuff loved me, but I didn't always feel it. So I would want my kids to feel it, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. so that is something that is going to be very important for me because, I mean, it's been a while. Like, I haven't, honestly, I will say that the most love I've ever felt is from my fiance. Really? Oh, yes. Wow. wow. I've ever felt. Wow. That's a good that's conversation. Awesome. Like, that's that's a really good conversation. Like, for we could probably do a segment on that, like, people like feeling a love and and like going after relationships because of not receiving love for their family not to say that would be your case mm -hmm. but i feel like a lot of people do that you know and sometimes unintentionally so that was deep that, that would yeah. be really good bookmark that you're gonna have to remember yeah. that yeah right, i'm gonna remember try that. to uh y'all sydney can you remember <laughs> <laughs> So what do y'all think about, because, you know, the this whole concept of, like, the bromance actually does exist. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so what have your experiences been in a bromance? Or have you have you ever had a bromance? Yes. My first bromance um, was, it was difficult because I was, like, I really felt like this is my bro. But I knew that I was, like, really attracted to him. And I kind of felt like he was attracted to me, but it was just given like he would talk about girls. He would bring girls around me like I would come over. We would even sleep in his bed together. We would when I used to smoke back in the day, we would smoke like, you know, just chill and like do things that guys do. But it was just like a, a, a next level higher because there was a little bit of intimacy there, mm -hmm. not touching intimacy. But again, the yeah. sleeping in the bed and the like, you know, he was like I remember one day he had like an interview, a really big interview coming up. And I like ironed his clothes and like helped him get ready for his interview. And it still wasn't like Devin, give me a kiss. Like, you know, it was still like, okay, at the end of the day, we're bros. Like, I'm ironing your clothes, getting you dressed, and now you're bringing a girl over to your apartment. And it's just like, you know, like, okay, but that was my bro. And I was mm. comfortable with it because I felt like I'm kind of getting what I want, you know, which is like the intimacy a little bit, the companionship. And I do like you, but we're still bros at the end of the day. So that was like that was my first. So I've had several, but that was the first one. Um, and that ended badly because when I did get into a relationship with the guy, the guy knew exactly like what that relationship was. Like he knew that it's more than a friendship. Like, obviously, you feel a way about him. And I had to make a hard decision. Like he asked me not to be friends with this guy anymore. And I remember going to his house and having a conversation with him to tell him that we couldn't be friends anymore. And I regret it to this day. Oh, and wow. like, still to this day, he will not talk to me. Like, he acts like I don't exist. Like, he blocked me from everything. Like, I've tried to hit him up several times, like from other accounts or whatever, through our mutual friends. And he's like, tell Devin I'm good. So, yeah. Oh, oh wow. I know, I know, I know. But that was the best thing at the time because I did, I never stopped liking him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that was my bromance. That's my brother. Now I'm in a relationship, but I do still like this person. So, yeah. Um, so this might sound bad, but I've never had a bromance that didn't go left. <laughs> so y'all just started as bros and then y'all ended as. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 
You fuck all your brothers? <laughs> Maybe not that, but you know, something always happened with them regardless, no matter what. Okay. I've never did you know happened. like did you know going into it like all right we're gonna be friends but nine or ten something's gonna happen or were you like legit trying to No I was legit trying to just be friends. Were you attracted? Like, yeah. Um Yeah, but I never acted on it. I never like made them feel like I was attracted to them or anything. Okay. Like I just I looked at them like a oh, bro. Like, you know, when I was um when I was growing up and stuff and I had like you know, I know I was gay. A lot of people didn't know I was, but like I had, I hung around a lot of straight guys and stuff. And like being around my brother as well, he had a lot of straight friends. And eventually, he banned me from being around his straight friends. <laughs> like I was, so, he was realizing they're not so straight. Yes. <laughs> so he was just like, "You can't be around me and my friends no more, or whatever." Because I mean, I'm just be around, just being myself, or whatever, and. Child, something always happens. Right. So, if they want to take you home, I mean, they want to take you home. All right, for sampling. <laughs> so I've, I've had some bromances, um, and they've always just been platonic, um, whether there was an attraction there or not. But I think for me, what made them successful bromances was the fact that when I was growing up, my biological brother and I, we didn't necessarily have a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even... Even to this day, like, we still, like, when we talk, when we get off the phone, we just, like, love you. And if I'm mad at him, be like, love you. <laughs> um, and he probably does the same thing. Uh, and so, like, I take my friendships very seriously. Um, and so, like, when I tell someone that, like, you are, like, my brother, then, like, I am there for you. Uh, if you need anything, if I need anything, I'm going to ask. And like, I have a very hard time just asking people anything. But if you're close to me, then I'll, I will ask because if I don't, like the people who are around me, they'll hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. And they'll like want to fight me just because I didn't ask. Right. I'm just like, well, shit. Because um, it's like, let me be there for you. Right. Like, exactly. Um, and so like for my for my bromances, they have always been platonic. Okay. Yeah. And I think kudos to you. Have you been attracted to him? I found them attractive, but I okay. haven't been attracted to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so let me. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good. So, idea. do you feel like it was easier for you to establish the bromances because you weren't attracted to them in the beginning? Maybe. <laughs> so why were we so attracted to our bros? They had big dicks for me, though. Oh, like, God, wait, when I was at before, I mean, you say because you wait, what? I mean, when you broke, I mean, we no, what'd you say? Undress, did, no, I what'd you say? They had big dicks. I mean, oh, at the time, <laughs> <laughs> all right, like I said, sample, <laughs> all right, at the time, at, I'm gonna start using that at the time, <laughs> at the end, oh, Tay. <laughs> Oh god! I mean, cause you know, bromance like you know they had no issue like undressing in front of me, and you know like oh oh yeah. oh okay 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 um okay yeah I could see that yeah I could see that I miss my bro the one that we were talking about why did y'all have to bring this up oh no <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to try to hit him up oh my god so I have to tell y'all I did go to his Instagram page from our page from the Open Relationship Podcast page and I've been stalking his page. And I want to send him a message. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Can we not? What? Can we not do that? Why? Can we not stalk him? Is he going to know? 
I mean, you just said that you were stalking him on. He's not going to know. I'm pretty sure. it'll. How will he know? Because you have mutual friends. But only. But I don't follow him from our page. I just like go check in, see what's going on. I don't watch his story. So that way. Do you have friends who watch the show that know him? Yeah. But if they're if we're not following him, he's not following us. I'm just literally using our page to look at his page. I mean, he's that important to you. I would say don't give up. Don't you know? do like that. What? Like I, I was that. being very sincere. I just wanted to talk <laughs> on him and make sure he's, like, see what he's doing. But I'm, I'm saying he's a friendship that you really care about, that you really want to work at getting back to. I probably won't get the friendship back. But it, it did help to see that he's doing well. Y'all have never been in this situation before, where y'all looked at somebody's page from another Okay, day. so I have. Thank you. So I have. I mean, I haven't stalked somebody. Um, I didn't really mean so. You, you use the word. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, after a relationship has ended, like I would, if we did remain friends, like I would have, like early on, I would have looked just to see, but then I would, I just moved on. Oh, kudos to you, because I write them bitches off. Block, you're dead to me. It's just, <laughs> well, it depends on how the relationship ends. Yeah, everything is, is, was my fault. Because I'm like, okay, I have to choose my relationship over our friendship. And I feel like sometimes you do have to do that. But in this case... I don't think I would ever do that. I just wouldn't tell my man. I just feel like it it wouldn't... For me, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be healthy for me. Because again, we were bros, but I liked you. And I was cool with us not putting a title because I was getting what I wanted. So how do I build this relationship with someone who is now my boyfriend and I'm still coming over to smoke with you and lay in your bed and I like you. Like, how is that? Well, I mean, you wouldn't lay in his bed, but if you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, I could still hang out. Yeah. It, it, like, the, the nature of the relationship would change and that's just that's just a conversation. Like, hey, I have a boyfriend now, I can't just lay in your bed. I can't hang It wouldn't have changed. And all that. It wouldn't have changed. You wouldn't have let it have changed. No, it wouldn't have changed. Trust me, it wouldn't have changed. Because of you! No, not just because of me. Okay, okay. So then maybe it was a good idea that it would that it ended. But look how it ended, and he's not even with that person no more. Right. So that's another conversation too. But that's probably why a lot of people don't get rid of friendships because what happens in the end if you're not with the person any longer? Like, but I also think that <laughs> so like I think it's important to so say for instance if I have a boyfriend and he sees that I have a friend that. Um, doesn't treat me well mm -hmm. and then he brings it to my attention and that that's one thing like hey you know this friend really isn't there for you yada 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 you know you might want to go ahead and distance yourself from them like i would i would i would listen to that okay but if i am playing boyfriend over here and being boyfriend over Not here boyfriend. <laughs> girl laying in the bed ironing clothes and stuff okay, you're, you're, right, you're right you're right okay <laughs> like that like why would i make this person over here question what's going on over here well i guess you're right i don't know yeah i just wish we were still friends that's it bottom line yeah i mean i i, I wish if anything to smoke and lay in his bed like a couple more times and just talk i mean i'm sure y'all have a lot of catching up to do we do do you think y'all would still have that kind of relationship though after all this i feel like we would only because so much time has gone by so it would be like legit, like let's catch up. Like what's been going on? You know, like this person is in Maryland still, like back at home. Okay. So I feel like it would be a lot of like what's going on, how'd your raggedy relationship end? Um, and he would call it raggedy, but he would just like make fun of it. Like, oh, now we're now you could talk to me. Now we're friends. How? Like, I feel like that's what it would be. Um, 
but I reached out before and it wasn't that. So I haven't reached out again in a while. Well, if it's what you want. I'm not going to reach out you. again. No, um, I'm just saying if you, if it's what you want, then I want it for you. Yeah, if it's Thank that important you. to you. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it, you'll both find some healing. Because he sounds like he's hurt. Yeah, and I know that's my fault. And I at first I'm pissed because I'm like, why are you acting like a child? But it's like, we were like legit really good friends. And you told me you couldn't be my friend because of someone new that is in your life. So I had to look at it from his standpoint. Ooh, to bring it full circle. So is this someone who showed you love like August person? Yes, exactly. Um, exactly. It was just like that. Exactly. And it, like he was not like... Even though I wasn't like out, but it was clear that I was like a little gay, and little he didn't gay. mind bringing me just like, a gay. you know, just a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mind bringing me like around his straight friends. Like it, it didn't matter. Like he wanted me around all the time. Like I don't know. Like That's it was why just he's like, so hurt. He really I looked know. at you like a friend. I like, know. to do that because most straight guys don't or like a shorty. That's a good thing. That's probably a shorty because you would bring girls over like while I'm there. So. But in front of your, like, with his straight friends, he probably really looked at you like a bro. I just feel like I was quick to, like, give that up for something that's mutual. So, like, yeah, we have our bromance and stuff, but you're not telling me that you like me, that I'm beautiful. We're not having sex. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so here I am getting that from someone that I do like. And likes me back and wants to do those things and tell me those things. So it was like, you know, I kind of got to go with what's best for me because you're kind of going what's best for you by not telling me that you gay. Ooh, what if he did have feelings for you, though? Like present day? Oh, we would definitely, I'd be open to like making something happen. But, you know, this actually brings the whole August Alcina conversation into context mm -hmm. because like what you just described like we know that when he met um or when he got into that entanglement right mm -hmm. entanglement with uh jada. jada or yeah jada um like from the documentary or whatever that we saw like he came into that hurt like he was right. he was experiencing i guess symptoms of depression maybe some anxieties maybe some feelings of um not being um, what's the word? Um, maybe this the sense of not belonging. Right. And then he got into this situation, and then things got complicated. Real sticky. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, now that he has found this relationship, and I'm not even discussing the nature of the relationship, but now that he has found this relationship and he's getting what he needed, Mm -hmm. Or he is getting what he's needed. Because you just talked about getting um, that mutuality, mm -hmm. you know, the, the reciprocation. And that's important. That's important in a relationship. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're in a relationship and there's questions, when you're in a relationship and there's um, confusion, it it muddies the water. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, if you don't know what you are, and I, 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 I believe in titles, me too. Um, I remember so, this episode we talked mm -hmm. about. Yeah. And so, like, if if I don't know what I am to you, then if I see you with somebody else, I'm gonna be like, well, who are they to you? And if you don't, if I don't know what I am to you, that means you don't want to make me something to you. No, maybe some people automatically assume you know what it is. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, some people do like. 
you can hear like you don't have to some people be like they don't have to actually say how they feel they just expect you to know how they feel and they could probably feel the same way as you but they would never say it and then get mad when you move on and stuff like well I thought you knew oh I had one of those <laughs> see I had one of those twice so with the same person you didn't think y'all were together but they thought y'all were together or vice versa uh, we were together but we never said it okay um, so you didn't know because he never said it right Okay. but I, it was like I'm always over here right and because we never had the conversation then it was just like so when like the slightest thing happened um, and it was like we didn't see each other for like a week and a half maybe two weeks because they had friends or family in town or whatever and I wasn't able to go over there because they said they didn't want me over there then I was just like oh well what is this What's going on? Right. And then when they became available, then I was just like, I'm going I'm to continue to be over here in my distance. Right. Yeah. So why did they not want you over there? Because of the whole, like, were they like DL or no. was it? Um, they weren't DL, um, but it was it's, it was complicated, I guess. Okay. Um, like, I don't, and like, even to this day, like, I don't know the whole story. Like, I don't, I don't know. But I do know that at the time, like, they were it for me. Oh, wow. Um, but then we never talked about what it was. So how did you get past that? Um, <laughs> so the else. first time. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. But um, so the first time we um, didn't see each other for like a couple of days or whatever. And I ended up going out. And this is a person like I'm a person who I don't go out often. Right. And he didn't go out often, but then we ended up in the same club, and I was trashed. And then I ended up cussing you his trashed. Ass. I was trashed. Oh my god! But this was like years ago, okay. and then I ended up cussing his ass out, and he just stood there like, "Sam, I can't even picture you enraged and upset." Um, I can picture it a little bit. I, but I wish I could. I can picture. It. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. It was a whole mess. And then like the next day, he he called to retext, and he was like, "Um." Do we need to talk about? I don't really know. You should have been like I said everything I had to say I did. on the dance floor last night. Exactly. Yeah, so, that was me. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good job. I mean, we're friends to this day. I was. Um, that was my next question. Yeah, we're friends to this day. There's, there's, maybe like one relationship in which we're not friends. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. As in, okay. Yeah. Okay. As in past relationships, in which we're no, we're no longer friends. That's really good. Yeah, I try. I was doing some thinking. <laughs> yeah. You have any but we exes that you're friends with? Um, well, y'all know I've only been in like one like real gay relationship. Um, the other ones were with women and we are one of them. We are not friends at all. She would probably spit in my face if she saw me today. But is that the one where you. Which one? Oh yeah, is that uh... no? Oh my god, no, 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 no. Um, but but there's only one. She would she would probably definitely spit in my face. Um, one of my ex girlfriends, we actually like were planning to get married. Like my mom was like getting all of our stuff together, like picking out like everything, and um, she invited me to her birthday party, which is coming up in February of this year, oh. of next year. Yay! 
It's in Maryland. I think I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, only because we kept in contact. I'll I'll never forget. Like after I had I had like a when I first started talking to my ex, which was a guy. Um, I had him and like a bunch of people over for like a Christmas party in my apartment, and word was like, oh, Devin had this guy over. Like everybody was talking about it. Like basically, oh, Devin came out last night. Sort of like an August Alcina situation. I never said who this was. I'm like, this is my homeboy, because we were like not trying to but like the vibe. They people felt right. The vibe. It's giving gay like August Alcina and the guy. But anyway, nothing that I'm saying that. <laughs> All right, I'm not saying it either. So she hit me up the next day and she's like, "Well, congratulations on coming out. You could at least invited me to your coming out party." And I'm like, "Is this what everybody thinks that it was? It, it was a holiday party." And I was like, "My friend was there." And then she's like, well, from what everybody says. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I'll be honest with you. This is who it is. So then she's like, am I allowed to ask questions? Like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like, ask what you want. So she's like, you know, um, you know, when we were together. Yes, they want to know that. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, I said that to say since that initial conversation, we've kind of had like a pretty good relationship, like a check-in type of relationship. Um, or if she sees like something I post on Facebook, then she'll be like, you know, did you start writing your book yet? Because she used to always be on me about that. So she's like still, you know, like once she got past that part of it, then she's like, all right, let's be friends type of thing. Um, so I'm thinking about going to the party. Y'all think I should go? Oh, not if it's around my birthday now. It is February the 5th, 6th weekend. The what? 5th, 6th ish weekend. Okay, that's in the beginning. Okay, you still didn't let us know what you're doing for you. <laughs> I will let you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's February the 21st. Okay. <laughs> Wait, and my brother's is the... Is it, I think Ty's is the... Ty's, my brother's is the 21st. Really? Yeah, that's so I crazy. Know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ty's birthday is definitely 21st. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, they're giving us a signal. So, uh, y'all want me to go ahead or... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, all right. So last week we didn't get to this part. Um, this is a left on red. I forgot we have to name the segments before we do it. Y'all should know this by now. Uh, but this is left on red. So we have a segment of our show where people can write into us um, via email or Instagram, however, but just kind of give us a letter, ask for advice, or just a letter on what they're going through, um, whatever. So this letter um, is actually right on time because last week we had um, a transgender woman on our show, mm-hmm. um, and this is speaking about transgender. So, okay, you know, I feel like it's, it's pretty good. So the letter reads, hey, Open Relationship Podcast. First, thank you all for consistently putting on an amazing show. I'm writing in because I'm just curious to know how you all would handle this situation. I'm a gay man and I have been for quite some time. However, I'm currently married to a trans woman, cis man. So for those of you don't that do not know, cis man means that they were born a man. Cis woman is they were born a woman. Um, so this is a guy married to a woman that was born a man um so everyone in my family knew that i was gay and they really gave me a hard time about it when i met my now wife they were thrilled and because uh, and because of that i never told them that my wife was born a man my family constantly asked when are we going to have children etc we've played it off for so long and it's just getting old and unfortunately it's getting old and unfortunately because we're tired of pretending with them we're thinking about telling them Should we move on and enjoy our lives without a conversation or explanation to my family? Or do we tell them flat out and let them cope how they may? I love my family and have always valued their opinion. And I don't want them to feel like I'm a liar, which is how I feel like a liar. 
Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> so he said he's gay, and his family knows he's gay. So are they assuming that he's straight right now, dating a straight mm-hmm. woman? Mm-hmm. That's why he hasn't told them, because they think it's like a woman. Uh, uh. You just gonna take a minute? Or yeah, you okay. come back to me. You take a minute. No. <laughs> um, I'm just a firm believer of like living your life, and I I know that as much as like family's there for each other, friends are there for each other. At the end of the day, you have to look out for yourself. You have to protect yourself and your well being. So if you know this is what you like and this is what makes you happy then like tell your truth like i don't you know unless your family's like paying your bills and like you can't make it without them on a level of like day-to-day needs then you might have to keep it a secret like if they're paying your bills and stuff but other than that like be yourself i feel like if i were in this situation i wouldn't even have let it get to this point um just because it's like i like what i like but i'm also biased because i have such a huge support system so if your family is not like mine, then I don't know what I may be willing to hide or not hide. And I do talk a good game to be like, oh, it's about me. It's about me. But some people, you know, that would make me feel away if my family kind of didn't support me and love me as much. That would make me feel away. So would it make me hide who I'm with? I don't know. Um, but again, like life is short. Be happy. They keep asking you all about kids. She's not getting pregnant. So... <laughs> Because that lie is going to turn into, oh, she can't have kids or, you know, like, I just feel like when does the lie stop? But I mean, how's it? I mean, I feel like the accent, I feel like they could already know and they could just be accent hinting, mm-hmm. waiting on him. To oh, tell. right. I didn't think about that. You know, for me, I, I think this is, it's layered because it's not your, like, you're not doing this by yourself. Right. And so I don't think it is a conversation that needs to be had without your partner's consent, because essentially, you like if you tell your family, you'll be spilling their tea. Right. And right. so, like, if your partner is OK with it, then y'all tell them together. Right. But if your partner is not OK with it, like. This is your family. You don't see them every day. But this is your partner. I'm assuming you may be seeing them every day. And so, like, it's kind of one of those things, like, you have to choose. Right. So if the partner's okay with it, then you feel like, let's tell them. If the partner's not, then you feel like, let's not. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, you know, we all, um, in the LGBTQ plus community, like, we all have our coming out story. Mm -hmm. And you telling your family robs them of that coming out story. Right, right. And so, um, and you guys are in a, it, I hate to say you guys, but you two are in a relationship. And so this is a conversation between the two of you. Like right. what is comfortable for the two of you? But again, he didn't specify what they meant by have, cause having kids don't mean just her getting pregnant. That's true. Well, and, and I, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. So people don't feel like I'm ignorant to the fact mm-hmm. that there's other ways, right. but you know, normally when, you know, your family's asking a heterosexual couple, when are you having kids? When are you getting pregnant? When are you having kids? So it's like, okay, if we decide to go ahead and have kids and tell them, oh, we're having a baby, they're going to be lifting up your shirt, looking to rub your stomach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they think that you're, you know, capable of having kids because you haven't said otherwise. Unless you're like, oh, we're adopting, we're whatever. Then I don't think they'll be like, oh, you must be a man because you're not like pushing a baby out. You know, but they're going to be looking for the wife to get pregnant, you know? 
Yeah. So or, that's what I meant by that. And I think it's just important that, um, you know, we just consider all the different ways in which people can have children. Just like you were saying, you know, you can adopt, you can have a surrogate, um, you can do artificial insemination. And if, um, well, I don't know for the partner about hormones and how that works. Um, yeah. So, like, if he wanted to artificially inseminate, then that may be a possibility. Um, like, I always thought about, like, if I were to if my partner and I were to art do artificial insemination, like we would both um, do art artificial insemination with the same mother mm -hmm. so that our children will be legitimate. Same. Yeah, uh, that's our plan. Yeah, that's our plan. Yeah, I think that would be... Yeah, and they'll look alike, but then they'll also look like me and my partner because, yeah. Yeah. So I think in that... a perfect world. So really quick while we're on this conversation mm -hmm. before, so I know we have to wrap up. Uh, my sister and I were driving like probably three days ago and we saw a billboard and it said something about it was a picture of a man that was pregnant and it was like uh support the cause of um men fertility something along the lines of like men getting pregnant and like support the cause so my sister initially looks at me and she's like and i'm like you saw that and she's like yeah she's like I don't know what to say because I don't know how you're about to react, but I I don't understand what's going on, and I'm like I don't understand what's going on either. I feel like would y'all would y'all if men could get pregnant? Mm -mm. Okay, nope. Same. Mm -mm. So do y'all believe in supporting the cause to scientifically do research and try to make that happen? Do y'all think that that's the thing that that should be supported, or that you would support or personally give money to? I wouldn't give money to it, okay. but I will morally support. Okay. Like if I if That's I have a, a safe answer, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of safe answers. <laughs> I need to start texting you before I talk. <laughs> Tay, what about you? Um, yeah, I probably more support with it. Okay, well, well, agree. but you know how trans men walk around with they they be pregnant. You know, like the trans men, women. What do you mean? You know, the women that. A trans from into like they walk yeah. around with fake. They be no, they be pregnant. Oh, no. oh, yeah, I mean, but they yeah. still, yeah, they still I mean, have, they still have like right, parts, right? Yeah. They still have the equipment, but they consider themselves men. True, <laughs> but that's that's just that's, different. Yeah, that's a good. Um, but you so know, that's that, the advice we're giving him. Well, I oh. gave mine. I gave mine. <laughs> I would yeah. child, just tell the truth. <laughs> Y'all know I'm always for the truth. Just tell the truth. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our time again. Welcome. Um, and thank you for joining us for our 30th episode. 30th episode. It has been a, I don't want to say it's been a blast. Like we're just stopping. Right. Um, but it's been amazing. It's been an amazing ride. And uh, we look forward to many more to come. So thank you for joining the three of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. We're out. We're out. Yes.